Hello, I'm Joshua Graceberg. And I'm Jacob Friedman. And this is Gen Zero's Talk Politics. This is where two members of the next generation of American adults talk about what's going on in the world. Since the whole world is on fire, we might as well take a crack at delivering some insightful, definitely non-Twitter commentary and a side helping of comedy. Hello. Unfortunately, Joshua is out today, but we have Sam B. from New York with us. He goes to Binghamton University, where he's majoring in sociology and political science. Sam, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Where would you put yourself on the political spectrum? So I would say that I am a leftist. I used to be more of a radical leftist, pretty far left. In the past few months, I've become a little bit more towards the center, but still very left of center. I support neither party fully, Democratic Party over the Republican Party, though, for sure. And generally, I'm progressive. And, uh, and you are supporting Joe Biden, correct? I am supporting him in this election. What do you think the VP will be? Um, I'm not sure, but I'm thinking that it might be probably a black woman from the South or the Midwest, um, possibly Kamala Harris from California. I, I think it probably will be her, even though she's not someone I would choose. Um, perhaps Val Demings and possibly Elizabeth Warren, although she's white and from Massachusetts. But uh, I think it'll probably be one of those uh, Congress people who's a black woman from the South, or it could be Kamala. What are your thoughts on most recent primaries? I am definitely pleased with the outcome in the AOC-backed progressive Democrat Cory Bush winning. Um, you know, that state obviously is more right-wing, so it's good that it seems to be coming around. A lot of the discourses around defunding the police and racial justice, I think, help bring that forth especially when it comes to the location of Ferguson, Missouri uh, in 2016 and what that was all about. With the other primaries, I'm, I'm happy to see these upsets of progressive candidates doing well. You mentioned Ferguson. What's your opinion on what's going on now with racial tensions in America? What do you think should be done? Definitely, this is a very prominent issue for me. There's a lot of different angles we can tackle this issue with. Defunding the police is certainly a good idea to start. Um, it has to be responsibly done and that money should be allocated towards communities and resources rather than just bureaucratic means. In New York City, for instance, the police budget was defunded $1 billion, but that money was kind of just put into school safety officers rather than building better schools and hiring better teachers and training and resources and um healthcare, housing, jobs, all that kind of important stuff. So that's one way to curb some of the police brutality, possibly. Um, I'd say reparations of, a, of some kind. I'd say ending a lot of the gentrification and racial redlining and, and uh, gerrymandering of uh, districts. Uh, there's there's a lot that needs to be done, but um, I would say a big thing for me also is, you know, more, I guess, work on the prison system, um, whether it be major reformation as well as 
you know, perhaps abolition and then recreation of a new kind of system of criminal justice. What would your argument be to many who say that suffolk reparations or increased affirmative action, it goes too far. Government shouldn't go that far in any, in any case. I would say that the government goes pretty far in some other cases. I mean, when it comes to abortion rights, it has chipped away at a lot of that. Um, when it comes to LGBT rights, you know, it took a long time for marriage equality to be passed. The government certainly steps in when a certain agenda is not being fulfilled. So I would say that like with affirmative action and reparations, you know, slavery was the foundation of the United States. We have a lot of unresolved issues when it comes to race. So it, you know, it's, it's no surprise that black communities are struggling and need more resources and money. And I think reparations is a really fair kind of redistributed of justice way to do that. And affirmative action also heals some of the years of pain and and racial divide and unfairness and inequality. Switching now to the COVID-19 pandemic, it's been reported that the U.S. economy added 1.5 million jobs in July. The unemployment rate is now 10.2%. There are 30 million Americans that are unemployed right now. The $600 weekly federal unemployment benefits are gone. Uh, Moratorium on evictions is done. And with Trump's new action to bypass Congress, lower the unemployment benefit, defer payroll taxes and student loan payments, and direct federal agencies to look at options on evictions. Do you think that these were the right moves? Was it right to go past Congress when the negotiations failed? You know, I don't like that he's using this kind of authoritarian power to do so, but Congress has been very ineffective at this. And if it means immediate unemployment benefits, maybe it's what we need right now. Um, I wouldn't prescribe this kind of way of going about passing legislation and making decisions, but I, you know, I, I guess I have to support it when Congress is not doing it on its own. So you support uh, the $400 weekly unemployment benefit. You support deferring payroll taxes. You support deferring student loan payments, correct? Yeah. What else do you think needs, needs to be done, though? Well, with COVID, you know, it, you know, people, it's not that they don't want to work, so they can't. And so I think a lot of things need to be done in terms of, um, you know, reshaping our economy in general and kind of moving towards a more social democracy, socialist kind of economy that, you know, protects the rights and the economic interests of everyone um, and, you know, something similar to what Bernie Sanders would propose in terms of taxing the wealthy and redistributing the wealth certainly is important right now with this pandemic and, and in general uh, towards the future, more community-based kind of organizing and, and living in a much more sustainable way for everybody. So you support wealth tax? Yes. How would you defend that against the argument that it's, you can't go back to the 1950s? It's too much. It's encroachment. It's, it's not practical. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't work with today's economy. How would you rebut those claims? Um, well, I don't, you know, I don't really know why it wouldn't be practical to have a wealth tax when it's the, the wealth inequality in the United States is the most prevalent it's been 
ever and and the divide is is proportionally greater than ever it only makes sense to increase the wealth tax now especially since since the 1980s and a lot of neoliberal policies have cut taxes so much that some could argue it was in part causing the recession that we had in 2008 but also now with the pandemic I think we were not prepared to economically handle this with our economy so you know I would say that it's very important to have a fair tax system that, you know, allocates money towards those that need it. And, and it's not encroachment when the people that will get paid, that will get taxed have so much money they can certainly afford to give some up for resources and, and for communities that are struggling. So would you support a marginal tax rate, highest bracket, 70%? Um, I would have to look at the numbers exactly, but that sounds about right. Is there any part of the Bernie, AOC, Warren plans that you disagree with? I, I think that Bernie's ideas about Medicare for all, I do agree with. Warren seems a little bit more shaky on that, which I, you know, I don't fully support Warren as... I think that she's a little bit too corporate and she also perhaps she may not be able to be the leader that we need. I think AOC, her Green New Deal, I really support, although it is extremely expensive. And, you know, part of that would be wealth tax to pay for it. But um, I think that we need to also think about alternatives, regenerative agriculture and and energy sources that are not just renewable or non-renewable. And Bernie, I think I would like him to talk more about racial issues as well as just economic issues and how the differences lie between those two. You mentioned that you're not a fan of either party, really. Is there any Republican position you support? Um, I wouldn't say that there's a Republican position that I support because I think on all issues, I'm pretty much left of center and, and more towards the Democratic Party. I don't support either party in the sense that I don't like the way politicians do their their thing. And I think that it's very corrupt. And I think that both parties have severe issues with political power seeking rather than, you know, motives of uh, morality. But on ideological issues, there's nothing I, I believe on the Republican conservative side of. So nothing foreign policy, nothing domestic. Um, I wouldn't, um, you, know, you would have to give me a specific one that I could say, but I don't think generally. You know, China was in the news. Uh, TikTok, Microsoft, executive orders abound. Yeah. What, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Like, is that an issue that you have a strong opinion about? I think that with t- like TikTok and China, you know, I think China's going to find a way to spy on us no matter what, just as we'll find a way to spy on them and it'll, it'll kind of, go through media or less overt means. But I, you know, I don't necessarily think it's bad to have buy TikTok and then have some of the profits go towards the government. I mean, it's just a little bit ridiculous, but it might actually be, you know, not the worst thing that we could do. I mean, there's no reason TikTok needs to be taking information from America and, and giving it to China. I mean, I think it's probably more complicated than I know it as. Do you do you yourself use TikTok? I do. <laughs> have Have you noticed any censorship or, or or something odd going on the site in your personal use? I haven't, which um, 
I think, you know, a lot of people were expecting immediate changes, but I think he said possibly 45 days from when he signed the executive order that there will be changes. So I'll wait and see what happens. But um, so far, it's the same as it's been. Do you support a ban? I don't support a ban. I'm not a a fan of censorship, and I really don't like limiting freedoms in that sense. I think we should not be banning apps just because they may be a different government's tool. I think, you know, all things should be free and able to be used and consumed by the public. I think there are other ways to, to go about preventing Chinese infiltration, let's say. Such as an American company buying TikTok. Sure. <laughs> yes. Sam, it was great to have Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. And that concludes this episode of Gen Zero Sock Politics. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And send us any and all questions regarding the news or politics, because your questions make the show. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next time.